Welcome back to yet another episode of the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. Sean and Dane are with you all again. What's going on, man? I'm I'm doing okay. I'm worried if you understand the difference between like I, a, a slap or just like a, a little tap. I got, like I got Sean. It. Sean plays this roadcaster like it's the drums <laughs> over here. I can physically hear him bang on it. I'm like, all I gotta do is just push it in. He's just like, bop. Right. So Dane, just a little Dane. concerned, but that's all right. Before we go on any further, <laughs> just at least tell the folks what we're sipping on tonight in our segment called. What you drinking? Ho ho! What you drinking? You nailed it, Sean. Uh, hey, we're we're bringing it back to getting our bellies warmer a little bit faster. Sure, it's cold. Sipping outside. on some bourbon, so I'm sorry, rye whiskey, if you will, from Cleveland Underground. Uh, it's delightful. I, I got mine mixed with a little squirt. You need something with it, though. Yeah, no, I like I like a little something to cut through it. So a little squirt, some grapefruit. Sean's got some Canada dry with it, so it's always a delight. What you're drinking is brought to you by WTF Cornhole. Do you guys want the best cornhole bags in the business? Visit WTFCornhole.com. Snag yourself a set today. Sean and I love to throw them. Um, man, they got a bag for every type of thrower in their arsenal. So do yourself a favor. Slap down code BIGASP10 at checkout. It'll save you some money at WTFCornhole.com. Well, Cornhole family, we have more audio gold planned for you all today. We have bags to review. Up today are bags by Ultra Cornhole and Bag Daddy. We're going to preview the first ACL Pro Shootout event. We have more Facebook dramatic readings. And then we're going to be joined by the owner of Toss Sauce, Mr. Steven Childress. But before we jump into all that, we bring what's going on in our Cornhole lives, a segment we call In and Around the Hole. Brought to you by Airwolf Athletics, helping Cornhole have just a little bit more sex appeal. So if you're feeling frisky, go to airwolfathletics.com, grab yourself some beautiful, beautiful swag. Use code BIGASP at checkout and you'll save 10% at airwolfathletics.com. And folks, we are starting a movement. Stop throwing ugly bags. As simple as that. And you can do that by throwing something with the Blackjack Cornhole logo on it. Because let's face it, it's the sexiest logo in the game. If you throw something sexy, you're going to feel good. If you feel good, you're going to throw good. So go to blackjackcornhole.com where you get amazing customer service, free shipping. It's a no-brainer. Go to blackjackcornhole.com and use code BIGASP and you're going to save yourself 10%. Again, blackjackcornhole.com and use code BIGASP. All right, man. Um, so we're back here again. Another week. That um, we are. Episode like one fifty six ish seven right around yeah, there yeah somewhere Some, around there somewhere in there I think it is one fifty six so Dane what's going on in your cornhole life anything exciting uh, I mean honestly we've just been making plans man uh, trying to get ready uh, yeah for, honestly yeah it's more the, the we're trying to get everything yeah. set ready to go um, when we leave for uh, Texas to go for the TCL event a lot of research going into you know the first pro exactly you know, yeah pro just kind of research figuring out. And throwing wise, it's been like minus twenty nine degrees yeah, here. Haven't so been able to get out and throw bags. Um, I'm going to throw. Carolina I'm going to throw wedding. a lot tomorrow morning. Still I have cold. a very slow morning. Yeah, I don't think I have a patient till almost ten o'clock. Same thing with my assistant. I'm going to get there at seven thirty, and I'm going to let it rip for a good hour or two, just throwing some bags. Um, you know, we're going to a TCL event. Obviously, we've talked about this in like two or three weeks. Uh, we have to. Th- we're going to play in the event, so we have to have TCL bags. And our boy from WTF Cornhole, one of our sponsors, also is the uh, the owner of Throwing Stones, a TCL company, mm. and he sent us some sexy ass bags. Okay, the Phoenix and the Jackalope. What? Dude, they're they solid. are they're gorgeous. Love it. So I'm gonna. I mean, they're pretty much. He already sent us broke them in, but I want to kind of get a feel for them. 
throwing them tomorrow, so that's what I'm going to warm up for and kind of prepare I'm as we excited. go down there. But besides that, yeah, um, just been tinkering when I can, um, trying to decide if I want to stick with this index finger grip, and you know, you kind of talked me out of switching away from it. Just, I think it just helps you not over torque it and tilt your wrist. And, and since I've changed. I've thrown a better PPR. Yeah. I think I've just, I'm remembering the last game that I played and it wasn't my best. And I'm like, it just kind of sticks with me sometimes. Be a goldfish. Sean. I know. I know. Be a goldfish. I know. I listen to Ted Lasso. I know. I should. I should. I should work. Seriously. I need to get that tattooed on my hand or something. I have the t shirt. I mean, it's it's true though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really does apply to like golf. It applies to cornhole. Absolutely. Like all these kinds of brush I mean, it off. Just brush it off and they go, you know, that's now, why golf they have for me it always takes like one or two more strokes. I'm just, See, I'm still fuming. I don't, I used to, <laughs> now I, I will be the first to admit, I used to get mad on the golf course. Like when yeah. I hit bat, like when I was younger, but we were, when I was playing a lot. But now when I go out, I just don't give a shit. Like if I hit a bad shot, oh, you know, I'll fuck this sucks. But you don't, but you don't play nearly as often. No, as I, do. I just like, enjoy. I've been playing consistently yeah, for I get a that. long time now. So I'm at the point now where if I hit a bad shot, like, yeah, it, it does piss me off because most of the time now, like you said, I don't go out. So like when we do go out, I'm like, can we just do a like scramble? Like you know what I mean? Like I, I mean, don't honestly, want all the pressure. I, yeah, and... I love just like going out and swinging a club. Yeah. Oh yeah, but like still, sometimes you're just like you have the easiest shot and you just botch it. Like Jesus, you've been telling me for a while. I've been hooked on good, good man. The good, good oh, station yeah, on YouTube, a, man. The, all the golf station, stuff, man. It has me so excited for and makes me kind of wish we were bringing our golf clubs to Texas and get a. Quick nine in uh, that can. morning. I know. Still can. We just ship them down. It is ship tempting, them back. man. It is really tempting to go get a quick nine or 18 holes in Thursday because we're going to be there so early. It's, it's 110 a set round trip. Might be worth it. Just saying. Ship sticks, not, not a sponsor. There's any if there's any golfers in Texas. I've used it many times. They lost, go my, to clubs. They lost my clubs. They lost my clubs one time. And you got a new set out of it. And I mean, hey, they paid for the value of them, which was dope. So, so I mean, it, it might be. So if you do live in Texas and you're. You might possibly be golfing, or if it's just way too cold, just let us know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What I mean, they might have I mean, had like a week of cold weather, but it's, yeah, it's going to warm right back but, up here. Listen, so, 40 so degrees is not going to scare us. No, <laughs> no. Like, we're good. Yeah, we'll, I've, I've we'll golfed in questionable uh, coldness before up here. But I am excited um, to go down there. So it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday event, I believe. We fly home Sunday. Um, super pumped. Um, it's going to be flying up here. But until we get to that point, um, we have the first ACL Pro Shootout. Yeah, we do. Number one in Myrtle Beach this coming weekend. Oh, this is the kickoff, baby. Let's go. Correct. Like. And, it just, and it's the same thing. Uh, they also have the draft this weekend, which yes. is on Sunday. So we covered the draft pretty extensively last week. We went over our first two rounds. Um, listen, I was surprised. We didn't really get any feedback, which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I When we first recorded it and we stepped away, I'm like, are we crazy for some of that? But then I went back and I kind and I listened. I'm like, no, it, like – it makes sense. A lot of the spots where we have guys going, like we were able to ration it out, ration it out. I feel yeah, like, I mean, make to it, me, I have no idea if we're anywhere close. No, like, this be is the craziest, off. like, but draft, if we're what do you right, think about that'd it? be crazy. Uh, I mean, if we hit, like, I'm hoping we could get like one or two. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I think if we got 50% in the first round or if like all the right people went in the first round, I'll still be happy. Yeah. All right. So let's go, let's go over, um, pro shootout. Number one, it's kind of like, preview this um so for those of you that are just listening if you're new to cornhole um acl shootouts are well typically cornhole in general is played to 21 right it's first yeah. 21 but in these shootouts is round limited it's 10 rounds except the finals which i believe are 12 i could be wrong i think you're right i think that's what it is anyway it's round limited um so meaning that you only have 10 or 12 rounds and uh, whoever is winning at the end of those rounds 
It's good. So <laughs> the re- good. <laughs> the reason round limited is used for these is because it really does open up the opportunity for I don't want to call them less skilled, but like the the underdogs to kind of sneak through a tournament like this, because all you have to do, I mean, if you can just stay hot for, you know, 12 rounds, you can, you can pull it out. I mean, um, it's, it's, I mean, if you can stay hot for a shorter amount than a and, and some of these great players, like sometimes they're a slow starter or, you know, they'll go for that big airmail early and they'll give up five points for like, I'll make it back in this format though. You can't really do that. Yeah. And it's kind of showed over the last few years, the style of play that typically does fairly well in these shootouts um, where it's at the first name that jumps off the board. Obviously, if we're looking at like the DraftKings sportsbook lines is Mark Richards at plus three fifty. I just, I don't like that. He is. We don't have a whole lot to go on. We have a, a decent sample size from last year and last year. He, although he was a player of the year, number one ranked player in the world, he didn't win a pro shootout. And he just, I feel like sometimes it takes a minute to kind of get used to that. And he's a pretty aggressive air mailer. If someone would throw a level one or two block, he wasn't afraid to go up for it early. And I feel like he's that kind of player that he can be down 15 to six, 15 to five. And he's okay. Like he knows once he's locked in, then he's good. Yeah. And unfortunately with this round limited events, you don't get that luxury. I think having him this high ahead of everybody is is not taking into the account the the difference from straight to twenty one to round limited. So that, I mean that's my, that's my only thing. And I, I do have to call like Miguel Via uh, was posting something on Facebook about um, Mark Rich or, or yeah Mark Richards working on a block and roll game so that he can be more successful in the pro shootout. And I can't I'm gonna kind of pull up exactly what I wrote because then he commented back and I, I just it didn't really make sense to me. So let me pull this up real quick. Get to my page. So you're saying Richards needs a block and roll game, or is he trying to help him with a block and roll I don't game? think he needed it. So here it is. I Sorry, I'm on Twitter a lot. <laughs> okay. So everyone has been questioning. This is what Mar- Miguel Villa wrote. He is at uh, everyone who has, has been questioning Mark Richards' game lately, but the first national isn't until April, and he is and all he has been practicing is block and roll, meaning he has been getting ready for the shootouts first. And he struggled last year in singles. So I replied, do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's a necessary change for him to win in that format? And Miguel Villa said, absolutely. Look at Matt guy, same play style, but that play doesn't win at the shootouts. Again, Matt guy, well known that through the two years he's not won a pro shootout in Biden singles, which is kind of where kind of weird. I ended up commenting back. Uh, where is that? Okay. Somebody else brought up, do you consider Josh Holland's play style like that also? Um, and weren't Trey and Rawls in the final four, same style play. Miguel Villa said Holland's do have the same play style. Again, struggled in shootouts compared to what they do in regular play Rawls blocks and rolls. He has what it takes to win a shootout. I just responded. Can't exactly say Holland struggled when he won the shootout last year. I think it's, you know, I think round limited favors conservative play. All right. Players like Guy Richards aren't afraid to throw an airmail on the first bag. And I think that's where really what it comes down to. I 100% agree. I Close think guys, games, a lot of things can happen. These games are exactly designed for guys that necessarily. Um, aren't afraid of close matches and they can capitalize like Alex Rawls 
really comes to mind. He can throw a high PPR, but he really does a nice job of controlling the front of the hole. Josh Holland, another guy, he will stroke with the best of them, but he's not afraid to leave like that, you know, almost a half bag in the hole and just make it dirty. And he'll throw an airmail when he needs to. Yep. Um, but again, high PP, the highest of PPR people haven't always translated their success every match over. 100%. In round limited, yeah, at least. 100%. So, if we continue, so we had Richards at plus 350. Rawls was at plus 550. I would think just because of this format, I like him more than Richards, at least with this, in, regard, in, in regard to Lions. Yeah, I mean, but again, we're, we're just starting out here. Like, what do you think about Jamie Graham at plus 600? So we've been... Listen, any other time I think, yeah, I'll run with that. But yeah. he's I've been hearing about these issues with his shoulder. He has not performed well at the last Open. I don't know, really know what to think about it. Flu game. You think so? I, I, mean, I mean, he's he's Jamie Graham, man. I mean. I, I know this I, first one. And people, so every pro can go to the pro shootouts. It's open to yeah. everyone. The problem is if you, or I guess the bonus is if you win the first one, you don't have to go to any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So this first one, you kind of want to win early, not j- you're, you're in, right? Yeah. But then you don't have to sit there and travel and go to all these other ones or stay that extra day to go there. So, I mean, it does, there is some incentive to winning early. 100%. Uh, that's, that's the only reason I'm like, I kind of like Jamie Graham. If I'm going to put anyone right there, I, I, I would still have kind of roles as the favorite, but some other lines I like Josh Holland. Last year's champion of this event, he's at plus twelve hundred. Yes, yeah. sir. Sign me up I'll all, take day. That all day. Anytime Josh Holland's at twelve hundred, I'll take that. Any tournament he's in, I think he's well worth the value right there. You have Lopez Jr. Um, he's plus two thousand. Now I know he didn't qualify in singles last year. I'm just going based on talent. Um, it might be a little high for for some of it, but I think he has the talent in the game to get there. And he's he's been on the main stage at least before, at least in doubles. And perhaps one of the best value picks, I think, is Ryan Smith at plus 2,800. Last year's runner-up, he's done really well in the history of these round-limited formats. The guy just shows up like in high pressure. Well, he's a very calculated player. We've talked about him before. He might be one of the most strategic-type players, especially now that he's throwing a slower bag. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even more so. I mean, he really calculates and really tries to think about each round and almost separates each round into a game itself. And I think that has done him very, very well in the past. So at 2,800 plus 2,800, I'm good to roll with him. Yeah, absolutely. No pun intended. Um, what about Frank Modlin? Again, man, plus he's 4, one of those 000? guys that like when he's on fire, he's such a tough out. Because he's round limited. limited. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He was and if his the first year, on, like So first year of the pro shootout, he was the runner up. Yeah. Last year he won a shootout, so he qualified again. So I mean he's he's been it, he's won one of these events every year. <laughs> yeah. So why not now? And at plus four thousand, that might be the best odds you're going to get for him all year. Why not be the first one? Hundred percent. I mean he's that's a, that's a high high value pick. I think yeah, there are some younger guys that are lower up that are like so it's like if you're just going to throw a dart, kind of like some high value, um, like real. Like plus fifty five hundred and over. The one that I really like the most at plus fifty five hundred, he's technically I, I don't know it, he's not a rookie because he's like coming back. But it's Tyler Poitras. Yeah, I mean the guy's got game, man. If you're new to the sport and you're like, hey, I just started getting into watching the professional stuff last year, you're gonna be like, well, who is this guy? Tyler Poitras is a skilled motherfucker. Um, his he was not a pro last year, but the year before he was. Excellent player, former partner of Frank Modlin, former partner of Jay Corley. He's been on broadcast before. He's a lights out thrower. 
5,500 and is kind of close to where he's from, sign me up for Tyler Poitras. Show. 100%. Yeah, I think it's uh And I did good put night, some money good, on him. So. Yeah, good night's sleep. I mean, dude, it makes a huge yeah, difference. Yeah, I just thing. like him as a deep – because you have other guys like here. Let me pull it. I think like Justin Burton Jr., right? A rookie. Um, he's out there in the in, – but again, I think that's just – I don't know what to do about the rookies because it's too early and you don't know how they're going to do the round limited. They could end up doing great. I, I just don't see it. See guys around there. Are you a Berkeley pair that could do it? But I just, I feel like Tyler Poitras has a style game. That's just going to do very well in this format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right. So let's move on to, is there anyone else you were talking you, were, you wanted to hit on? Uh, No, I mean, I think we're, I think we're good. I mean, I was surprised a guy was in there at 750. The, the other one that is kind of interesting, just because we've seen him throw recently, and the guy just seems like he's messing with everyone. Adam Hisner at 5,500 is yeah. kind of nice, too. He's just, yeah, he really, he's really throwing uh, some heat. I mean, we've been seeing it firsthand, and he's just having fun out there. Might have to reevaluate <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Shift some bets around. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right, so let's go to doubles. Um, doubles, I think you have the the two favorites of any event going into this year. Guy and Graham, they're at plus 300. And then closely behind you have Richards and Lopez at plus 500. I think you'd be dumb if you don't put money on either one of them. Chances are um, there's good – I think there's a good percentage chance of one of them is probably going to win this event. But that's boring, so let's talk about some of the other teams. How do you feel about Guy Davis being plus 800? Is that a little bit of a slap to your face? Uh, champions first champions, two years. Yeah, they um, won the first one last year. Everyone forgot about them. They won the first pro shootout. Everyone's like going into last season, like, oh, here they are. I mean, They're I rolling after a, last year. They're not, no one's going to beat them. And then they fell off the planet. Yeah, and then they show up against these pro shootouts. I think it's a high value pick. I mean, again, it surprises me whenever Davis does that well in round limited formats. Yeah. Um, but hey, maybe I'm crazy to say this. I don't love them at plus 800. I would if they were plus a thousand, give me it all day. Yeah, I don't love it at 800. It's okay, I get it. Um, but again, like they've only but to me, like, it's kind of like the Cal Malone pick in the first national. Correct, you're, just but, gonna, you're just gonna throw money on them because they keep doing it. But every time it's like every time they go to one of these round limit events, they they win. Yeah, so I, I mean, it does it does make sense. Um, let's see. And then you have Rawls and Birchfield at plus 950, who I actually like more at that value. I think Rawls and Birchfield, I really like them going into this tournament. I, I think that they're they're very much among the, the top four Is right Rawls there. Is Rawls the 1A now? Yes. I agree. Yeah, I think, yeah. I don't think anyone would argue like, that right now. Yeah, I mean, I hope... Uh, now, I think Trey has the clutch factor more so than Rawls. Yes, and Trey can hit the shot to... And Trey doesn't... I don't think Trey it. gets bothered by the broadcast and <laughs> all that stuff <clears throat> anymore, so... No, he's always under the big lights now. Yeah. He knows what's up. Um, let's see, who else? Um, I kind of like Wooten and Windsor. Plus a thousand. They've won a shootout event together twice. Um, they just, again, they just kind of mesh well. If they're, I don't know how many times after this they play together, but if they decide, hey, we're going to play this one together, I mean, again, they're one of those duos that they show up to these events, they they tend to typically win. Yeah, and I mean, did their their style game, if they're on, it's really hard to beat in a round limit Wooten, format. Wooten's been throwing very well at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I've been hearing really good things about Windsor with the BG bags. Again, at plus a thousand, I'm definitely putting some, they're going to get some action from me. They have to, like, it just feels like it's just kind of, again, BG action. No, but, but it's anyways, the Windsor bag. yeah, I know. BG action. Uh, yeah, but not, not that, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that 
they deserve at least some credit. And I, I agree where they're at um, with plus a thousand. And the one, the one that I'm super excited to see you have on here. Baldwin you already Canva. know it, Baldwin Canva. Yep. Plus 4,000. Former, former world, world champ. Champs, the last baby. time they teamed up, they're world champions. <laughs> Let's see if they run it back. That yeah, I think, uh, yeah, plus 4,000 again. I think the value is there to take a shot on. And it, like, it, really, when you get above, I would say, you know, 2,500, a lot of these are dart throws. For a dart throw, plus 4,000 for a team that you know has done phenomenally well in the past. Now compare that to Modlin and Bubenheim slash Renner. Yeah. Like they're twenty two hundred. I think it's because both Cheyenne Renner and Modlin, or I'm sorry, Bubenheim and Modlin, have both had success in these round limited events. They've both won opens and singles. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I'm just saying, like, if you have the sample size, but you know who Kamba is, because don't get me wrong, I understand the line because mm-hmm. he wasn't playing last year. But Correct. I would take Baldwin Kamba over Modlin. Renner I look at these and I'm like, okay, this is somebody from DraftKings that is starting to get it. Like he recognized some of the big names and like the trends and stuff, but they don't quite get it with that. Cause I would have had them up a little higher. I, yeah. I agree. I think you're getting good value. I think, I don't know if we would, if they do play together in future open events, I don't know if we'll get as good a value as what we're seeing here today. So why Very not true. take a chance yeah, now? Take a chance. Um, one of the, just a few other interesting teams. I thought Nistet and Sutton. Sutton's always kind of been in the mix in these round limit events. This is arguably going to be the, his best partner he's ever gone to a, a pro shootout with. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, they could definitely make some noise. I, I, I hope so. Well, Dave Sutton's one of my favorite people oh, yeah. in, the, in the entire league. So yep. Let's um, see you, Dave. Come on, baby. Yeah, and I think for, really for. For doubles, I mean, if you want to take like big shots, like deep, um, I think uh, Mike Ferrer, Cody Johnson at plus five thousand. It's an interesting pair there. Mm-hmm. Um, a high PPR team, um, a team that most people would kind of pass right over. But I look at them like, well, we know that they both have potential. Cody Johnson's won in doubles before. Emfer's had very good runs in singles and doubles before. We know they're both crazy talented. They're probably familiar with each other. It, it kind of made sense to me to kind of at least give them a look. Uh, you have. Let's see. Who else was I? Uh, I mean, you have Logan Chamberlain, Justin Burton Jr. Plus 4,000. I think that's actually a little high for them. Um, an interesting team, Damon Dennis, Jimmy McGuffin, again, at plus 4,000. Kind of a bunch of teams kind of lumped right in there. Um, let's see. Austin Schlobaum, Corey Morrison, plus 4,500. And that's pretty much all I see that I would really feel like it is legit to to have a chance. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, once you get into that 4,000 range, it's it's right. tough. There's so many lumped in there. So let's move on to the, the women's single side of it, okay? Um, you have Cheyenne Bubenheim. She has plus 200, all right? Um, Listen, she doesn't go to these events and lose she, them. Yeah, is she ever going to be like a negative bet on that? That's what I'm saying. So plus 200, <laughs> I mean, you're not – I mean, you might as well just throw down Double money. Up. Yeah. Let's go. Like. Um, but you do have – I thought it was interesting where they had the next people laid out. Um, you have Cameron Belvin at plus 600, which, again, she's done very well in pro shootout events previously. She's a hell of a player. But then you have Connie Altice at plus 800. Sarah Cassidy at plus 900. Sarah Cassidy f- failed to qualify last year. We were literally saying that she was the one left. And then they have Samantha Finley at plus 1,000. What in the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I Honestly, in this, I would have Bubenheim 
Finley is my one two, right? And then they have they also have Streaker who yeah, also plus qualified two thousand. Dump like, the money on that. Yeah, but to me, like, why waste your money until Bubenheim's out? I know, I know, but the, listen, I, I Finley and Streaker have been around and they've played Bubenheim, Renner, whatever you want to call it, like before. So I feel like if I'm going to put any, it's going to be those three ladies. I'm going to throw yeah. something down on just as, just in case something hits. But um, besides that, um, I do want to give a shout out to Nicole Pratt, uh, ACL rookie. She got some love on a, uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook. She's a plus 4,000. Again, never know. Hey, she got a good game. So, hey, we can all get rich, get rich together. Um, but yeah, Rosie, Rosie Streaker to me was the best value. I think out of this plus 2000, just with how well she's been playing recently, rolling into this to me, it's like a no brainer to at least give yeah, her, get yeah, a little I bit mean, of action it's... with her. Um, but yeah, I thought they had Sarah Cassidy a little bit too high. Same thing with Connie Altice, two females who looking at the list last year, going into these shootout events, we had both of them very much in winning one of those top eight. They weren't there. Yeah. Um, so I think it just shows that the women's division is getting that much deeper. But I mean, who were like surprised ones that made it last year? Like Vanessa Deb- Fillingham. I would say Fillingham. Um, Deborah Odom. Did she win one of those? I'd have the, I can't look, I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say yes. Um, you had Whitney Martinez win one. I th- no, maybe. She, no, I don't know. I know Miranda Coy won one. Rosie Streaker won Tegan, one. Did Tegan Owens win one? Yes, I think. Uh, let me look back. Yeah, I mean, there's like toward, toward the end there, though. Lori Duell, kind of I think, a, won one. Yeah, I mean, toward the end there, it was just a. Kaylee Hunter won one. It was tough to peg. Oh, um, Megan Moppin won one. Yeah, I, it is. It's 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 interesting, but it, again, it's getting it's getting deeper, which is I nice. Think it's, you know, Cheyenne wants to win the, win this. One. Oh yeah, just you don't want to travel. One and done. Move on. Like, Listen, until someone could go in and beat her, I don't want to hear about it anymore yeah. because she wins everything. So somebody go in and beat her. Not And don't go win one of these events when she's not at it. Someone go beat her at this one and make her play two or three opens. Mm-hmm. And then we can say we have a real women's division going this year. Yeah. But if she keeps running away with it, you might as well just name the, the national championship trophy after her now and just put her in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so let's see somebody step up and, and take her down. Come on, ladies. Come on. Get challenge. after. Get after. Challenge. All right. So you want to do the – let's move over to the dramatic, the dramatic readings, readings time. Yep. Let's do it. All right. So I'll let you go first. Oh. Okay. I know. I know. Gentleman. And a scholar. This one. Okay. You let me know when you're ready. <clears throat> People, take a deep breath. Listen to the soothing sounds of the dramatic reading. Addicted to Cornhole. Today, lessons. When lining yourself up to the board, you must also use the correct foot. You should aim, place the foot opposite your dominant hand forward before you throw. For example, if you are left-handed, your right foot should be planted firmly forward. This move will help provide balance as you toss the bag toward the hole. Much experience in Cornhole game. Am I the only one that read this in an Asian accent? <laughs> um, it was it's so uh, true. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so that that comment was by Kyle Butler. I don't know if anyone heard you say that. Um, your mic it's was okay. down. <laughs> uh, it's okay, but um, yeah, it's 
Um, interesting. So Kim Wang has been coming up with some ditties on Addicted Cornhole. Just like she's little, got, she has much experience. I think it's a dude. He has much experience. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a dude. I, I could be wrong, but um, he comes up with some um, yeah, with some with some bangers. So he might be a, a new featured segment going forward because he has some a lot of Cornhole knowledge. Um, I just found it interesting that first of all he's letting us know at the end that he has much experience in in, uh, in cornhole, cornhole game. game. Yes. So that's good. So I'm glad that we're not taking advice from somebody that has um, little experience in Cornhole Game, but he has much experience. So that being said, um, I used to throw how he was saying, and then everyone, like all the good players that I ever talked to, they're like, no, you should probably throw with your right foot. switch it up, man. Yeah, so um, I would say we've – this – not to give the guy too hard of a time. Obviously, that works well for you, and and you are doing well with it. Rock on. Mm -hmm. But it comes down to what's most comfortable for you. Is your right foot forward feel comfortable? Is your left foot forward? Do you have to stand with both feet, you know, perpendicular to the board? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's it doesn't matter. Just do you, what feels comfortable. Find something that works. Find something that you can replicate consistently. Yes. The more I watch players, I'm like, why? I know a flat bag is nice and it, it makes you better. Dude, I, I watch players every week that throw, like, ugly-looking bags, but they perfected the way it, it moves. And that's really what it does. Can you throw it? in a way that you can predict and kind of know what your bag is most likely going to do. You're you're better you're off being able to hit a spot on a board each time than you are being able to throw a perfectly flat bag. Yeah, I would agree. Like if you can pinpoint and know where your bag's going to land and know what it's going to do, then yeah, I would that's, agree. that's how you win. <laughs> I, I would definitely agree. And Sean, you got a, you got another zinger there. I do. Let me, uh, let me pull this up here. It's weird. We mentioned Kyle Butler was the one that had the, yeah, so Kyle. Yeah, little, so, little, little comment. yeah, so Kyle Butler himself. Um, we're gonna actually use uh, Mr. Kyle Butler today. He posted uh, something about how he was at Blind Draws. So go ahead and let it rip, Dan. So he goes over how he's always been high strong when it comes to competition, especially with cornhole. All right, so we're gonna skip the first paragraph. This is Kyle Butler. With all that being said, I absolutely hate being around people that keep crap attitudes towards their partner. It's something that I've never done, whether it's a great player that's just having a bad day or a beginner I get in a blind draw. Some of y'all treat people like they're intentionally missing bags just to lose or something. Literally the worst part of cornhole and hinders the growing of the sport worse than anything. We're all just trying to have fun and enjoy some competition. That's beautiful, man. It's gorgeous. Um, but yeah, well said. I mean, I completely agree. This, there's nothing worse. And I've told this story. I'm not going to tell it again. But we, I've told the story before. Went to a blind draw. Did not have a good interaction when I was just starting to maybe make that jump up to the well, advanced level. And guys, it sucks. But then you guys were partners recently. And he totally redeemed himself. <laughs> he <all> right? <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's a horrible experience to be in there. Especially sucks, like when they, they don't know who you are. I mean, I've always tried to just... Have fun at a blind draw, especially because you never Expe- know what you're going to get. Because you can literally ruin somebody's experience completely. Like, if that is their first night and you're a dick to them, they're never going to come back. Yeah, and guess what? Just have fun, man. It's a blind draw. Correct. Like, it's your it's your warm up, bro. Like, never expect to win a blind draw. No one ever wants to get zero and two. All right, I yes. get that. I get that. It but happens though. It does, it man. Just then, just go find an open board when there yeah. is, and, and go. My excuse is like, why weren't you good enough to carry him? Yeah, all right. Correct. Like, you obviously weren't that, that yeah, great. If you're if you're that great. I mean, I've Stats watched pros lie. carry some intermediates up in that open blind well, draw. Honestly, like, that's kind of why I like stats now. 
Yeah. Because absolutely. you can walk away and be like, man, my partner sucked. You look back and be like, oh, I, I, yeah, but I, I sucked. Yeah, worse. I threw a seven. Wow. He's, okay. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> But sucked. I definitely put more bags in. Oh, no, he threw a six. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So um, I, I completely agree. The The moral of the story is don't be a dick. Absolutely. Don't man, be an all, idiot. We all like, have our shit games. Who cares? And I listen, there is, you can be competitive and you can be mad at yourself, but as soon as that game is over, win or lose, it, it shouldn't matter. Go buy your partner a beer. Yep. Make a new friend and enjoy the evening. Always. Right. Every time. Every and time. I believe like there's gotta be something called cornhole karma, right? If yeah. you're, if you have a partner that's maybe having a little bit of an off day and you treat them well, maybe the next time you're going to be on fire and your partner's going to be on fire. And before you fucking know it, magic happens and you're winning and you're standing on a podium holding up your WTF bags because why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't you? And code big ass uh, is 10 is going to save you 10%. Yes, it will. WTF cornhole.com. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Okay. Um, let's do the bag review. And this bag review is brought to you by Toss Sauce, the best bag breaking serum in the market, hands down, no questions about it. We sauce up all of our bags. It gives your bags that 80% broken in feel without any of the work. So save yourself some time by using Toss Sauce. It's it's our go-to right now. All right, so if you go to shoptosssauce.com and use code BIGASP10, you're going to save yourself 10%. So stop what you're doing. Go to shoptosssauce.com, save yourself some time, and save yourself some money by using code BIGASP10. And it's not just making them smaller. They completely reshape them. They make them more supple and symmetrical. I got to catch a glimpse of these warlocks. Let's make a move. All right, so up today, we have two bags. Um, which one do you want to start with? Uh, yeah, we can, we can let it rip the bag daddy. Okay, so... First bag we have up is by Bag Daddy, is the yo-yo. And for people that are familiar with the game, um, Mr. Bag Daddy, Mr. George Stevenson, friend of the show, um, we had him on a little bit uh, a few weeks ago um, to mm-hmm. talk about why he decided to leave the ACL. So these are, um, I think, I believe this is a completely unique series of bags he's coming out with, but it's part of his new lineup. This is called the yo-yo. Um, it is a carpet-style bag. I don't want to call it hybrid carpet but it's just it's a faster overall carpet yeah, it seems absolutely. like it has a lower it's, rug rub count yeah it's just a it it moves more than like and the the typical carpet that we see out it, there i'll call this four and a half five yeah i would lean it more closer to a five so yeah, like a but four, the humidity eight. doesn't turn this into a two like no no it does it, no there. it holds it yeah it does it it kind of it tends to hold a speed what i found interesting was the slick side um, it's something Dude, pretty very unique. unique. Yeah. Um, you actually nailed it. It does kind of look like if you look at the pattern of it, it does kind of remind you of like an ugly Christmas sweater kind of, Yeah, that's kinda like maybe it's just like with the green and red in this, it, but, but I also like, it almost looks like an area rug, like template to it. Yeah. Too. Like it's, it's or, or paper towel. Yeah. It's, it's completely unique from what we've seen before out here, but I thought it was going to be way faster than it was. 100%, yeah. It's not though. It's like, it, it's like a seven. Yeah. It's, it's a good speed. It feels like maybe, it would maybe an eight on, on fast boards, yeah, but it's if controllable. You, if you throw it low and hard, I mean, you're, it's going to be, you're going to think it's a nine, yeah. but like, I'm telling you, if you, if you get the loft on it, this thing actually does like hold up pretty nicely. Um, it's a, I, I would say it's, medium full like it's not super thin floppy bag it's not like it the template allows for it to play a little thinner well we've always been fan of bag daddy's like and his fill is great yeah, like his, his blended his blend. fill he's got just great hand feel like yep. 
It's a well-made bag. I well, love Jordan's it. been around for a, game, for a while, so he understands yeah. his closing bag dynamic. Is one of the best of yeah, the game, and he dude. just understands bag dynamics and how fill affects it. And he has the appropriate fill for a carpet type bag. It's a blended fill. You got a little um, flat. You got a little bit more round than anything else. So it's gonna. It does move. You can't get it to flop and roll a little bit. Um, it does cut pretty nicely on super slick boards. Not the not the best in the world, but it is very hole forgiving. Yeah. It doesn't tend to get hung up because this carpet is a little bit faster, like not as fuzzy. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's more like you're not going to get that like crazy it, 90 degree cut that you can get correct. on like a, you know, really tacky board and stuff with this, but you can still get it to do what you need it to. Yeah. But I liked it a lot. Um, it broke in very nicely. Um, again, I like seeing unique style materials slick side. Again, it plays like a seven great template, um, relatively squared, just a slightly rounded corners. It plays pretty big on the freaking board. Dane touched on it before. Great closing seam. Um, I just, you know, just, you know, you're going to get professional quality cornel stuff when you're getting from, from back daddy. So, um, this was the yo-yo, um, design score. Uh, I mean, I, I think it pops, man. This, this one side prints really well. Yeah. Um, I'll just I'll go just a flat like eighty five. I think it's like a normal. Just- it's, it's not my favorite, but for like a stock design, it's sweet. Um, I like the blue with the red and the font. I, I really I'm not like a huge fan of the, the carpet. Yeah, the carpet's a cool because it's Correct. got like little like blue stitching in with it. That it's, it's just yeah, it's a nice looking carpet. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, it, it's solid. I'll give it an eighty All for right. design score. Performance wise, um, I'm gonna go. It hasn't been my favorite bag. From him, we've thrown other bags that we've been very high on. Yeah. This wasn't like my favorite. Again, I like I tend to like something a little bit slicker on the slick side, um, but it was pretty whole forgiving. With that being said, I'm going to give this one a 76. I want to see what the fast side does fully broken in. Yeah, that's true. It, um, these are like 75% there. I would yeah, say 80%. Um, so once it's fully there, I'd be interested to see what it really plays like overall. Yeah. Give me... Did you go 76? Yeah. I'll tie that. Let's go 76. Okay. Yeah. Felt appropriate. Okay. And then the next bag we have is by Ultra Cornhole. This is the Mojo. All right. So this is their, um, so they came out with a Viper R that is basically apparently the hottest new bag ever, which is a good bag. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like, it just seems a little overblown right now. It just seems like everyone wants it because that's what everyone is going after. I don't know. Right. It's okay. once this was fully interesting. broken, and I like that bag. This kind of snuck on, like, I felt like somebody saw a picture of it, and they're like, what's this? And all before you know it, it was released. Yeah. It is Ultra's true carpet bag um, that, again, I think that they were trying to make their players happy. Um, before they, you know, they were the Viper, Widow, like, that was their thing. And then they started adding some speed bags and went the Psycho route. And then they tried to make things a little bit more controllable, like the Widow B and the you know, in the, the Viper C and, you know, just trying to control the speed. This is the first time they've really released a true like carpet carpet bag. Yeah. It's not bad. It, it, it's not terrible. It has the tightest closing seam I've ever seen on, yeah. on a carpet bag. Dude, it is you can all say the way up what there, you want man. about ultra. And we're not talking about their sales and their group and all the drama that's going on. All right. That's, that's for a slow news day. Okay. <laughs> um, but 
you can't take away their quality. Like they they make damn good quality Dude, bags. It, I mean, Jesus this Christ, this closing scene blows me Ridiculous. away on a carpet bag. Like, like nobody can insane. match their templates. Yeah, um, their templates are are pretty legit. Um, so you have this carpet material, which is a true carpet. I'll call it a four, right? And then you you pair it with the slow side of a Psycho X, which is like that linen material. Yeah, so it's now, got a lot of. If you are a fan of the show, we have talked about linens before. Linen is great. Or it can play. It can play anywhere from a three. It can play to a seven or an eight, depending on how fast the boards are. Now on fast boards, I actually love linen because you're not going to find much else that's more hole friendly than linen yeah, I mean, on it's, slick it's boards. A great now, if there's any humidity fabric. at all, these bags turn to glue, mm-hmm. and that's when I don't like this bag anymore. Yeah. Then I don't feel like then I'm basically throwing carpet side down all the time. That's just not the strength of my game when I'm trying to throw a push shot. Mm-hmm. I tend to over. Think it. I tend to uh, try to throw it too hard. I tend to pull it a little bit. Um, so I just do better if I have a faster material. Just take a little bit off it when I'm throwing it. Um, on fast boards, like the boards I have at work, this is great. This is a really nice bag. Yeah. The f- it holds at a four pretty much no matter what the humidity is. Um, I'd argue that on slow boards, this is probably going to be the faster side than the, the... Where have we seen this carpet on before? Is this, is this mud bug? No. No, this is like the same stuff that would be on like that uh, Epic Bag Warrior. I mean, it's similar to that, but like, I'm t- it is. There's something with that, like, with the color of it though, that makes me like reminds me more of that like mud bug style carpet or something. I don't no, know. I know what you're talking about. I feel like the mud bug's a little bit bigger. Like, no, there was a there was a bag when that whole craze was going around with like the Fallout Axe and stuff, and everyone was like double backing. We got another bag that was similar to that. But they had like that too. Was that a, was that the local revolution? It was, that I'm thinking or of? something like that. Yes, it was. Okay, it was, okay. Yeah. But it's not the same stuff. But the, yeah, this plays like a carpet. It's four, right? Yeah, it's, no, it's how it's going to break it's in. Not, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's exactly what you'd expect out of a carpet. Like it plays pretty similar. So to if all you were a fan of Ultra, right, and you just you like you want to rep the brand and you like what they're about and you want a carpet bag, then you got to get your. I would get your hands on Mojo. Um, it's. I think it's. I'll be interested to see if um, what pro players are going to throw this bag. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's uh it is interesting. It certainly opens up the opportunity if this bag becomes popular for them to sign a whole plethora of different types of players. Yes. Yeah, so. I mean it's uh it's the one thing that I feel like maybe they thought they were lacking. Now is Ultra gonna burst on a scene and take over the carpet game with this bag? No, but they can do it and it's not messing up. Yeah. I don't know, there's a counting down or something right there. No, that was that was me shifting over. Oh, nice. Very I was trying one. to do it subtly, but then you then you. Oh, I, me got, out I know. I'm just I'm, I'm so getting used to this. All right, so design score. I really like the design. I like graffiti style print of this. Something I've, similar to what we've seen out there in the world. Yeah, kind of. But again, but it's it's graffiti type yeah. stuff. I like it. I'm gonna go 95. Yeah, I think it's I think it's cool too for a stock bag. Like like you said, I. I dig that style art. And they so. try to print, like, it made it seem like the same yeah, style, color. I, I, I do like, like that. that. I mean, BG kind of started that whole process. I yep. do like how it makes a bag look overall. So, yeah, give me, uh, give me an 89. Performance-wise, where are you going? Performance for me, good. Give me, give me an 82. I, I wish, I, I long for something faster on the other side because linen to me is just a little too volatile. Uh, but the template, man... It's a it's a nice feel for a carpet bag, and that's the thing. Like I like ultra bags just yeah. because I like the template. 
I like I like the feel of their bags. That. There's a reason why they're popular. Sean. No, no, no. I know that. <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm trying to because like this bag has such a huge variation between. I would only throw this if the if the boards were playing fast. Yeah, I mean that's why I mean. So taking that into consideration, I feel like I have to lower the score then because I can't just like judge it on just the boards I don't yeah. want to throw it on, right? Um. So that being said, then I have to put it down at like seventy five. 76 i'm probably the same probably actually same as bag i'm gonna go 76 yeah i I get it i understand that. i'd like it but again like if this if i was only rating on fast boards i'm gonna go mid to upper 80s if i'm throwing slow boards i'm gonna go in the 60s fully broken in that bag will be the meltiest carpet bag it's gonna be right up there yeah oh yeah it's gonna be right up there so uh hats off to ultra nice job um we'll talk about all the sales drama and all that stuff when we're when we're bored Gotta oh, love, right. gotta love being bored. Dan, cue that rap horn. Reach us at Instagram and Twitter at Big Ass Cornhole and Facebook at Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors. Visit AirwolfAthletics.com for all your cornhole swag. Use code Big Ass for ten percent off at checkout and WTFCornhole.com for the best bags in the business. Code Big Ass ten will save you ten percent off. TossSauce.com for the best bag-breaking serum on the market. If you go to ShopTossSauce.com and use code BIGASS10, you're going to save yourself 10%. And BlackJackCornhole.com for the sexiest bags and swag around. Code Big Asp is going to save you 10%. Patreon. We are now on Patreon. We've been on Patreon for the last year. We can't thank you guys all enough. We just did a happy hour um, Patreon event um, yesterday. We always have fun with those, man. Um, so I thanks to everyone that hopped on. Truly yeah, appreciate your people support. People that haven't hopped on, like, give it a whirl, man. Listen, it's, it's a lot of fun. We so we going into twenty twenty three, we have a few goals, right? One of our goals is if we can hit up, if we hit uh, two hundred Patreon members, right, we're gonna bring our wives onto the show as guests. Man, okay, it will be a fun. If one. you want to see us sweat a little bit, you you get up to two hundred. So go share this. Get your friends to join. Um, any listen for the price of a beer a month for five dollars a month, you can be part of our community. If you really like us and you want some more perks. Um, we have anywhere from 10, 20 or $50 levels. Again, we greatly appreciate your support. We love putting out the bonus content. Uh, we'll probably record another funny story. So make sure you check out the Patreon page, but go to patreon.com slash big ass cornhole. And I want to give a shout out to our newest members of the community, Mr. Daniel Lambert, Scott Eady, and Mike Carter. Thank you, fellas. We appreciate your support. Heck yeah. Um, and then stay tuned as we're going to be joined by the owner of toss sauce, Stephen Childress. Yes. Nailed it. Beautiful. You're going to hear you're, This will make sense Dude, in um, like about 30 seconds. Yeah, he is. Uh, I butchered the name after we talked about it for like 10 yeah, don't minutes. Say, don't say it the wrong way again. It's going to get stuck in oh, your head. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kev. All right. <laughs> well, as always, we hope you throw it straight. And it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Cornhole it. Later. And this interview is brought to you by West Georgia Cornhole. Guys, we got our new boards, and they are sexy as hell. If you want to throw on what the pros throw on, get yourself some West Georgia Cornhole boards. And again, we like you so much, we're going to help you save money. So slap down code BIGASP at checkout, you're going to save some money. So go to westgeorgiacornhole.com and snag a set of boards today. Welcome back to the Big Ass Cornhole Podcast. We are now joined by Mr. Toss Sauce himself, Mr. Stephen Childress. What's going on, man? How's it going, boys? Just wanted to Childress. I know. Because we, we said Childress. It's Childress. 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 You even wrote it down, bro. Childress. You know, we, we had a whole, we just the whole story. <laughs> <in>. All right. <laughs> I had one chance. 
One chance. Yeah, one one chance. Wrote it down to help you, Sean. You ruined it. <laughs> it's the whiskey, and he hasn't even taken a drink yet, as I've seen. Yeah, honestly, we had happy hour. Off. We've... Yeah, we had happy hour before this. Okay. We oh like, yeah, happy hour. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had happy hour for blaming on the whiskey. We had a bottle of bullet down. Now we're he even on. wrote it down, didn't he? He didn't he just write it he down? Did, yeah, and, uh, like somehow he thought it was gonna help him. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> why well, is it any different? I had it in my head too, and it came out of my mouth I'm like no. I was, I was hoping you weren't yeah, gonna say no, anything about it, but I'm gonna call you out on it. Yeah, I was just going um, with it. Mr. Children, what's going on, man? How you doing? How's it going, boys? How That's you guys doing? Way to go, Sean. Thanks, man. We did it. We did it. We did. We hit it. We hit it. We hit it. We hit it. <laughs> <laughs> um we're going well man um this is the first time we've actually ever talked like in person i mean we're like oh, long time yeah. facebook messenger friends like going oh, away. Yeah. but uh it's always nice to see like put a face to the messages yeah it's all the time too it's sweet like being able to see people and meet people that i've talked to online for months almost a year now and uh, just putting face to a to a voice it's kind of like so, online dating it is almost like a tinder to where yeah, you just right? meet up and it's like, it's like oh, hey. some people you don't recognize the face but you know the voice so. i know are you still swiping right i mean <laughs> uh for you guys yeah, yeah i think i think we can do it all right all right we'll <laughs> I mean, man, we're all kind of in the same realm here i feel like uh you know we got the beards yeah for sure rocking sexy yeah. caps we are we are and, uh, yeah look, we are so well before we get into all the boring stuff um let's drop our favorite segment um dane's gonna let us know what we're sipping on tonight in our favorite segment called what you drinking what you drinking? Well, Sean and I, like he said, uh, already did the bullet bourbon. We that's, did. That's gone. And now we're on to Cleveland Underground rye whiskey. Black cherry wood finish, yep. bro. Um, it's actually not bad. No. Way I mean, better than I was expecting. Yeah, no, it's actually the rye, I think, is better than Thank the... Thank you. Okay, the, I didn't want to yeah, say it out loud, but yeah, yeah, yeah the, I'm actually kind which of... Which usually is not the case for me, but no, hey, that one's not, this is not terrible. Bad. So, yeah, um, it's uh, it's strong. So, yes. 90 proof. Yeah, it's go. pretty good stuff. Mr. Toss Sauce, what's, what's, what, are you, what are you sipping on over there? Tonight, it's just the Jack Daniels Down Home Punch. Uh, good, though. I, they're so good. I just I can't drink beer. I've just never been able to drink beer. Can't get the taste for it. Just like and I just don't ever want to mix up my own shit. So it's this is just my go-to. Yeah. Grab right. a six-pack, 12-pack, whatever. Go with the judgment-free zone here, man. JD Punch. <laughs> you ever just, uh, just no, never straight liquor? Uh, yeah. Like if I'm feeling it, whiskey, um, I mean, vodka lemonade is definitely my go-to. Okay. Uh, I really like whiskey. I was on a big whiskey sour kick. Okay. Um, me and my wife have been now that Black Friday is done. We've been going out to eat a lot. And I think my go-to drink, um, I can't even remember the name of it. It's like an orange juice with vodka and some other shit in it. I don't know. I'm okay. just, uh, I mean, I'm a liquor drinker for sure. Okay. All right. I can respect that. I can respect that. So, all right. So let's get a little background on you, man. Like, so you 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 started toss sauce, but before like you were into toss sauce, like what what were you doing? Were you have you always been like um, home owned business uh, entrepreneur type guy? So my wife and I, she started doing arts and crafts. Her business called Harps Hobbies. Started doing arts, arts and craft, arts and crafts. I was gonna say harps and crafts. Um, right, and so. I was on the railroad, and it actually got to be too much, so I left the railroad to do it with her full time. Uh, and of course, Corona happened. Or COVID. What did I say? Did I say Corona? Yeah. Um, so, coronavirus so, happened, and uh, it. You know, we woke up one Friday and we didn't have a job. Um, we had put all of our eggs in one basket and literally had nothing. So then, um, at that time, I was playing bags too because I was home working. So I was playing bags every single night. Me and my boy Jake, we'd go to Capital City play every single night. 
and everything got rocked. I quit playing bags, um, started working at FedEx um, to work my way up to a full-time manager. And then I was breaking in bags for my buddies that could go and play. I wasn't playing. So I'm like, screw it. You know, why not just do this just so I could still be in it. And now a year later, here we are full-time toss offs. Uh, you see you were breaking in bags. Were you using like what is now known as toss sauce at the time? Uh, I was just doing whatever, man. I was, oh, man, I was just throwing all kinds of different concoctions. Dude, I've tried. I've tried stuff. I've tried foods. I've tried liquor. <laughs> I've tried just doing anything and everything I could. Did um, you ever try the, the, the light skin? What? Did you ever try the light skin method? What's that? Dip spit. No. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, he says it works I've never too. So just you know, so like future when I tr- when I got into toss sauce, I wasn't on any Facebook page. I wasn't a part of any cornhole page or nothing like that. Um, it got to the point where the Facebook pages were just too much when I was still playing. All the hate and all that. I just got. I just took it off because it wasn't even cornhole related at the time. Um, so like when I started, I didn't know what a sack relax was. I didn't know where people were using Dawn dish soap. I didn't know people were using. Uh, Semilax baby stuff. It, it, people just try everything, vinegar, all that. I had no idea. And then I just kind of threw some stuff together, figured out how to make it on my own. And I think it's worked out so far. So, so what, been, can we talk about vinegar for a second? Cause that's like the new yeah. latest craze. And okay. I'll be the first one to say, I know people keep claiming that it doesn't smell afterwards. It's the before. If I had to smell vinegar, I might as well just vomit on my bags. <laughs> Yeah, like, I can't see, see you know, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, I used to help out my grandparents a lot. And my grandma and my grandpa were old school. So everything she cleaned the house with was vinegar, clean the bathroom tile of vinegar, clean the kitchen sink with vinegar, clean up the oven with vinegar, top the stove of vinegar, the you refrigerator. PTSD with that. It, dude, it's it smells so bad. Like I, <laughs> I hate I the smell of vinegar. Like I, I look at vinegar and I absolutely hate it. <laughs> so like I've never thought about let me soak my bags in something for 12 to 13 hours. And, you know, it's just, there's going to be a smell, dude. Like it, for me, toss sauce is fun. I think it's fun. People think it's fun to get their kids going. I want to make it fun. And I don't think putting my hands in that stuff and just smelling it the whole time is going to be fun. Not yeah. for me, not for anybody, you know? Listen, that's my kid's uh, favorite. Uh, when mom has to work on the weekends tour. Like she, they know when I bust out the pans, like my son just goes running by the front door and grabs a package of bags, whatever's over there and runs back. I mean, that's your goal is to beat them as hard as you possibly can. And they're not going to get in trouble because they're not going to hurt like doing toss sauce and doing the, they're just not going to hurt. They're actually going to help you. They're going to do what you want to do to the bags and they're going to have fun doing it. Correct. Yeah. I literally just put a bunch of towels down on the ground, put the warm water and I'm like, I just, you know, be careful with the, with the water and stuff, but you know, then just go to town, beat them up, use whatever you want. So how long did it take you to like kind of perfect like where you felt comfortable enough being like, I should sell this to other people? I really was messing around for like two years, two and a half years. I mean, I've been playing bags for I think when I started playing bags, Game Changers was the only thing out. I think uh, the green and baby blue Game Changers were the very first bags I ever got. And I tried a bunch of different weird stuff with that. Uh, Let them sit outside in the rain on them and then put them on a the stove grating so they can dry out. I just, all kinds of stuff. Um, and just over a period of time, I started figuring it out, filling my bathtub up with bags and just trying them. And I remember I got my buddies Windsor Platinums, which yeah. 
was a very tough bag. I mean, that is a thick, tight bag. I got off work. I came home. I threw them in the tub. And this was like my very first batch of the real shit that I did before I even figured out how much to use and how much water to use this and that. I did it. I'm like, damn, dude, these are these feel great. And at this time, I didn't even have a name. I didn't have a name for toss offs. It was just something I was doing. I went to work the next morning. I threw him in his lap and I'm like, dude, I'm going to call this shit toss sauce just because toss and sauce rhymed. And you toss a bag and I'm using a sauce to break it in. And he's like, what? And uh, two months later, I gave him my two week notice. And now I'm going to break in bags for my full time job. That's just I love I love hearing yeah. that. That's 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 awesome, man. It's a leap. It's something crazy. But I mean, I was going to work every night, and I started out. You know, April eighth is when I first started selling online. I was buying Amazon little cheap bottles and filling up what I could, um, wrapping them with a rubber band and a little instruction card, and shipping them out, uh, not knowing what was going to happen. Um, you know, I kind of cut my boys. I got name drop. I got Dom, AJ Baker. Uh, I got. Tyler LeBlanc. I got so many people that have been with me before I was even anything to try it. And they're still coming back and loving it. Um, I think that's, what's fun too, is it's made like a little family that it just is like, you know, I just never would have thought breaking in bags in my bathtub a year ago would be where I'm at today. Talking to you guys about me breaking in bags in my bathtub. I mean, it's, it's cool. I mean, cause <laughs> obviously it was like, it wasn't something that you were necessarily looking for. You know what I mean? <laughs> something that you found out that you're really good because the cornhole has been recently like one of those things where it's like, Oh, this is booming. Let me find a way to kind of make my way into it. And most of it has been like, Oh, a bag, a bag company or an apparel company. But then you come into this kind of like untapped market really of a solution that I don't think not many people were seeing Um, at the time there was, it was uh, Sack Relax. Sack Relax was out there. I think that was it. Sack Relax, because I know had, BG uh, was selling it for a little bit. I know, um, and I know. I think BG Bag Serum yeah. came out with something, um, but that's pretty much it. And then Toss Sauce was that before? The was that before or after Toss Sauce? What's that? What, yeah, was, let's sure. talk about all the stuff before Toss Sauce. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then uh, you know, when I got into this, I didn't even know. I didn't know half the shit, man. I didn't know half the bad companies. Um, I didn't know that the sport was even as big as it is. Uh, I know my boy, Ryan Windsor, he, you know, big time, but I didn't know, I didn't know what was after that. Like I knew he was a pro, but going yeah. to this stuff and seeing and learning how many bags are out there. I mean, how many bags have you guys tested and broke broken in and just did reviews on in just the past year? I mean, it's absolutely crazy. The community yeah. and how big, the cornhole world is yeah i think like i had i had like over 450 or something like that yeah it's crazy like oh. it is literally it's crazy and that's you know the acl and the no name like how big the sport is and until you jump in you have no clue i had no clue that what i was even getting into um yeah it's just been it's been wild well i mean the, the thing i was trying to like kind of making a point before is like we've tried everything right like everything and then i remember trying toss sauce the first time and the one the reason i liked it is because it felt like i had broken it in naturally like if it it felt it really did feel like i just thrown it a thousand times and the way i i kept comparing it to we have a set of um og pro advantage there are uh, this um white and black um blackjack version of pro advantage Mm -hmm. i didn't do anything to but throw the shit out of them 
And yeah. I would feel that and I would feel this other bat. I'm like, shit, I'm like they feel the same. And like, but like it was like 80%. I'm like, all right, there's still some stuff that we can kind of do what we want to do and kind of break it in naturally that last little bit. And then I try nuked and I'm like, oh shit. And for yep. me, that's perfect because I don't get to play yep. very often. So when I throw a bag, I want to know I don't have the time to break it in naturally. Yep. I just don't. And I like that the toss 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 I could get done in. If I know I have a blind draw this evening, guess what? And I have a brand new set of bags. I can have them game ready before I'm walking out the door later. Yeah, man. I just did a set in just an hour flat. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's the beauty of like the whole business model you have. It works out for both types of players. The guys that have a shit ton of bags that play continuously all the time, or the guy that can't quite throw all that often but still enjoys it. And when he gets out, he would like to have that set broken in. So like Yeah, and like throw, having three different variants that's breaking huge. bags. Yeah. They get new bags I mean, often. Yeah. I mean, there's people that are getting bags daily, <laughs> daily. And who's got the time? I mean, you know, you get four or five sets of bags and however long it takes to naturally throw in one set, you've got five sets to throw. So unless you're throwing five sets at a time to where a, you're not going to be able to, because your board's going to get completely bulked up. Your holes going to get clogged. You're not going to be able to throw them. Correct. Like you're just not going to have the physical time and having the three variants, OG muncher and nuked for three different types of people that want to break in bags. And it does what those people want to do. That's what I love. Like I love being able to help out everybody, like just to, to, to know that it is doing what it is supposed to do almost every single time. I mean, no, I know one of the, one of the listener questions I thought um, was interesting. He was saying something about a lot of bag manufacturers will actually come out and recommend against using like heat on their product. And I think it's, it's just a way of them protecting like the material and all that stuff. I know that you recommend using warm water with your product do you is there any are you trying to work with something that maybe we can go away from heat or do you feel like heat really is a key characteristic to get that broken in feel for me like how you guys already know my whole process is all like i started the process from a to z Mm -hmm. and that's what i put on the bottle i put on the bottle what had worked for me and i've done so many bags on high heat and hot water and just and never like my very first set of bags that I broke in after black waters. That was my personal bags. That was probably my most expensive were cat threes. I waited nine and a half months for them. I forgot that I even ordered them. I got four sets. Cause I had four buddies. The that one was time. <laughs> completely forgot. They were the orange and teals. The very first thing I did is I came home. I put them in scolding hot water. I put them in the dryer and this is no bullshit. I had them. I love them through them one time, sold them to a kid in North Carolina that had a high school championship the following weekend. Never threw the bags. He went and he won the high school championship with those bags. And now he's got them in a glass case in his bedroom because he just <laughs> fell in love with them. 10 months, I took bags and I threw them in heat. So I'm like, this is my process. This is how I do it. I've been asked, why not put the toss sauce on the bag and work it in? Because that's not my process. I never tested that. I know there's other breaking methods that that's the way they want to do it. And I want to stand out. I want to be different than other breaking methods. Yeah. That's why I say high heat, hot water, because... I mean, I've never in my time doing this and all of the bags, I've never had a shrinkage. I've actually had them tested. I've had six sets tested to see if the template was the same and the template was the exact same. Okay. So, I mean, I do never went into cold water because that gives me shrinkage all the time. So uh, I, uh, uh, I think we're talking about a different kind of bag here. Um, (laughs) No, I've actually... You know, because I've had a bunch of people send me stuff and, um, you know, reading posts and everything. People are like, don't use high heat on this. Don't use toss sauce. It'll ruin it. 
So I told the dude, he sent me a set of the pumpkin cats, I think, the purple and blacks. Yep. He bought them and had them shipped straight to me. Uh, he, I mean, I don't even know what he paid. 175 bucks, had them shipped straight to me. I made a TikTok. I did them in ice water. For me, I did them in ice water with Nuke. I did the exact same process and everything. And I just didn't like the way they felt compared to how I do the bags. Like when I use hot water compared to cold, they just didn't feel like they were broken the way that Nuke should be breaking in a bag. And I know people are different. You know, like a Nuke can make your bag a little bit softer on the slow side. And I like that. These bags with the ice cold water just didn't do it for me. So, I mean, when people ask, can I use cold water? I say, yeah, for sure. You can use cold water. You can air dry. But I don't know what the end result's going to be. I don't know if they're going to be as good as using high heat. But, I mean, as you guys know, I'm with B, like not with BG, but I am the BG break in now. There's no more BG serum. It's the, it's the toss sauce. And actually with his bags, um, he sent me a whole lineup of uh, Vikings. I think I did the warlocks, the wizards, um, and the sorcerers. And those are all supposed to be cold. I did them all in cold and they turned out fine. They didn't turn out exactly how I wanted them, but they turned out to where it's good enough to where I would suggest to do them in cold to keep the warranty. Cause that's what it is. It's a warranty. Um, Cause I mean, let's be frank. People want free shit. People will yeah. say stuff happens yeah. and they're going to want a free set of bags. And with me suggesting to do them cold for the warranty is going to, is going to help to uh, limit that. It's, I don't know. It's just the, the fabrics that they're using to make bags. Most of the time are like, it's typically like outdoor patio furniture type stuff, which is pretty fucking durable stuff. I mean, like it's, I mean, right, it's so, going to be to all conditions, right? Um, so like, you, this is your, yeah, yeah, so, so please talk to this. From what I've learned on like textiles and stuff, like being in the industry for a decade now, if you use high heat on synthetic fabrics, it's like, um, it's like a caveat to what friction does. So throwing in a bag, you're basically speeding up that process a little bit more in the fibers because it does the same like stretching and pulling thing that friction does. Because every time friction happens, it creates heat. Yeah, You're accelerating that process tenfold by using heat. Now, does it affect the longevity of a bag? To me, I, I don't think it would, but... I'm not one like I don't know how everything's going to react. I don't quite know like the fiber counts and everything that they're using. So, like it's hard to. But I mean, your dryer and the hot water of the tap is only going to get so hot. Yeah, exactly. Um, Like it's not like you're not boiling boiling water, which was like I've tried it. One of the first, yeah, I tried. I boiled bags. See, I've only boiled one set of bags, and it was a two and two, just to see what the difference was. I boiled, and that was my first weekend with nuked. I, think I, I, I did talk not to you guys see any weekend. difference between boiled and just using regular hot water at all. Yeah. Like there was no, no yeah, I, I just, the boiling, I did it. And someone was like, throw it in freezing. Yeah. It's just your, your dryer is not going to get hot enough to melt the beads either. Mm-hmm. Uh, the resin that resin is the same resin. I used to work at Prairie farms making milk jugs. That's the exact same resin that's in a milk jug. It took 675 degrees to actually melt that resin into a liquid. Now I felt bags that have been melted and it's because they put them in boiling hot water for 10 minutes. Like yeah. that's going to do something. I mean, it's just put it in heat. It's not going to, to me, it's not going to do anything. No, and I'll tell you never put a cornhole bag into an industrial dryer. <laughs> uh, like a, sorry. like a hotel, like uh, a hotel yeah, dryer. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, like bad boys. Yeah. So Mr. Webb, I'm sorry. 
for those yeah. uh, the Gator Massacre I, of. I did 14 sets at the Illinois Open in the hotel dryer. I threw it in the dryer and it was banging the dryer so hard the lights kept on going on and off. So I just left the room and let it do what it was going to do and walked <laughs> yeah, away. I threw them in our dryers at work and we have these huge like 500 pounders and I put like a shit ton of sets and there yeah. was like four sets in there that had carpet on it that like dude that shit just like started fucking <laughs> melted and shrunk and like it was just filled with freaking pellets I do six sets at a time on our home dryer i think and my dryer has seen every single set of bags that i've owned and i've got 115 sets into the left of me i've got 10 sets in my zuka i've got four sets in my car and every single bag that comes in this house has seen my dryer i'm surprised that it still has the belt on it honestly hey what what company is that we should give them a shout out? <laughs> Actually, uh, what is it? New dryer. I'm in the market for a new dryer. Um, so I don't know if it's Samsung. I don't know. It was a low special for six years ago, and it's still hey. still banging out bags. Okay. Sean, I got you. You get exactly what I have. Okay. All right. There's only two of us in the household, and dude, that washer and dryer. I can wash two weeks worth of cl- my clothes and my wife's clothes <laughs> in that thing. And it still catches just fine. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this thing's incredible. So, so can I ask you? So, um, what do you think about like how do you handle? Obviously, you try to stay away from social media, the negativity and everything. How do you handle like when you get criticism or if you start seeing other like competition pop up? Like, does that ever bother you? At first, it did. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it bothered me a lot. Okay. Um, I remember I woke up one morning after starting and saw there was a company, a big time company that was making their stuff. And I had just talked to the guy too. I literally had just talked to him and I was pissed. I'm not going to lie. Um, and at first being so brand new, I would run to social media when people make posts and I'd bombard it, uh, toss off this, toss off that. And that's disgusting. I should never done it. Um, I look at it completely different now that I just got to keep on grinding and going. Um, and knowing that I'm making a statement, just have faith in myself and my people that follow. Um, but yeah, it does. Sometimes it does get to me, um, especially, you know, just like anything, if you're talking to somebody and your friends and then boom, all of a sudden, you know, there's not, I'm not going to be able to stop everybody from making a, making their own breaking method or breaking their bags, how they want to do. All I can do is try to show them what my stuff can do mm-hmm. and what it has done. Um, and that I have full faith in my process and my product, you know? So do we have anything like, um, on the, that you're working on, like trying to obviously in a core, in the cornhole industry, it's one of those things that you have to almost like stay ahead of the game. Like you stay ahead of the market or anything like new this in the works right now. I don't know. You know, like it wouldn't be cool to make a hand lotion. There's a lot of people that, that use lotion whenever they throw bags and there isn't one just for cornhole. Um, I've thought about stuff too. You know, there's that group of people that roll their pant leg up and tuck it underneath their underwear when they throw. So their shorts can't hit. I think it's a lot of the younger generation. So I've been looking at stuff like that. I think right now it's just to try to focus on what I've already got made and make it 100% every single time. Um, I want 100% quality over quantity all day, every day. Um, I don't want, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys see my post a couple weeks ago, but I was trying to change up some stuff and it actually worked against me. Um, you know, and I've, I've, I've tossed out a lot just because I don't want to send it out. Uh, I don't want to send people shit. That's not going to work. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I think I, I came out with a bunch of stuff my first year. That was a lot, but I think it worked out. Um, like nuked was a big step. You know, I didn't know if it was really going to be something that people were interested in. 
And I think I've sold almost just as many bottles of that as OG. And it's like four months newer, I think. So, yeah, I mean, going into this, I had a goal of working at FedEx and doing 2000 bottles in a year. And right now I started April 8th to now I still have four months to go and I've sold over 8,000 bottles. So um, it's crazy. It's awesome, man. I, yeah. I, I love hearing stories like that, oh, man. Yeah, That's good, good shit, man. Yeah. I mean, listen, we love FedEx. Very nice people. <laughs> yeah, you can work sweet. for yourself. There's no better. For all my boys, all my boys are at FedEx. I, I talk FedEx with them every single day because, you know, they just got a peak. So, uh, yeah, I mean, how are, how are you? Uh, are you going to Myrtle Beach, right? And uh, have you yes, been sir. to other big events so far? I went to Rock Hill, the first one. Um, okay. I went to the Illinois Open. Uh, and just some other like little conference. I don't think I've been to anything else. Okay. Because there was what Cali. I didn't go to Cali. I think it's just the Rock Hill, Illinois, and then this one. I plan on going to all the nationals and all the shootouts if I can. Um, oh snap! It's going to the nationals. Are you uh, are you gonna like set up a booth and stuff like that? I'm gonna talk to him. I've actually got to get with Trey Ryder um, this weekend because um, okay. I've kind of talked to them about being an ACL affiliate. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome just to be the ACL preferred breaking method. So I've actually mailed bottles to Mark Isley, okay. which is going to bring bottles to me and take bottles there. So just try to get the word of mouth out. Um, but yeah, I want to go to all the nationals. You know, I've never been to anything like this before. Like last year, uh, never went to anything ACL uh, related. So it's definitely sweet uh, to put, you know, faces with names and stuff like that and see, you know, everybody playing and all that good shit. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you wearing jerseys and stuff loud as that, man? You're going to be a popular dude. Oh, uh, yeah. With your Mr. Toss Sauce and come up. It's it's weird. It's weird at first, man. Are you ready to handle that? Yeah, I think so. I'm a very you're social gonna, person. You're going to be a mini celebrity there. Yeah. I mean, signing autographs and shit. You, know? hey, hey, listen, you might be signing <laughs> bottles. You never yeah. know. No, it, it's cool. <laughs> Just like, you know, I went to Rock Hill and, you know, the Gores, the Gore brothers. I had no idea who they were. So this little kid came up to me, Jacob Gore. He's like, oh man, you're toss sauce. And I'm like, hell yeah. He's like, oh, let me get some bottles. And I'm like, all right, let's, you know, run and talk to your parents about money or whatever. I didn't know this little dude was just loaded <laughs> with cash because he goes out and wins everything. He comes back and then I find out he's Jacob Gore. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, man, you should have said something. I would have gave you like a professional discount. And he's all laughing, but, but he ended up getting like eight bottles that weekend from me and went home. And I think he had school the next morning, got home like one o'clock in the morning, was texting me while me and Windsor were driving home. And it was like, dude, I've already broken in all my sorcerers. I've broken everything. He's like, this stuff's fun, legit. <laughs> so so, right, so we, let's get like we mentioned your boy Windsor a few times here, right? So let's yeah. talk about let's talk about Ryan here for a minute. So he's okay. been on the show before. Um, we're big fans of him. We're he's he probably didn't have like his his best year last year, right? But he's coming with a back change, back company this year, going with BG. Are you do you expect him to have like is this gonna be back like typical ryan windsor year again do you want me to sound like a real person or like one of his boys because as a real person i think he's gonna pop off okay. it's still early i think he he's young bg's young mm-hmm. um i don't want to talk anything about reynolds i don't want to put reynolds down i oh. just feel like what he did for a change this year is huge with his personality um i just think that bg is loud and so is he with the way he plays so um, I think he's really going to pop off. Uh, I know that Cali win that he got was huge for, for him. Yeah. Um, I know that he, you know, I talked to him every single day. Um, 
about bags that not about bags, talk about video games, all this shit. And I know personally, he doesn't read into sh- what people say online. He just doesn't give a shit. Good. People say, oh, BG's a bad thing, blah, 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 blah. He doesn't give that shit. He's going to go out and he's going to throw bags and he's going to try to win every single time. So I think um, when him and Alex Hicks click, when they both can vibe and find the bag that suits them both at that time, um, I think it's going to be a good show, honestly. Yeah, I, think I, we, I think we said it best in the our, our whole like assessment of when they decided to join as teammates. It's like Alex Hicks can finally be the one B. Yeah. It's like, dude, that kid yeah, is one A talent. Ryan Windsor is so consistent. Like I'm expecting, yeah, I'm expecting big things from them together, and I think they'll do just fine. Like, so it's actually a tough out. It's it's funny because like when me and him first started talking, he was before he was BG, you know, because I've always kind of known Windsor because he lives 25 minutes from me, so I've always kind of known him as like the top dog uh, pro around here. So when he comes to a blind draw or whatever, oh, it's Ryan Windsor, you know. And I kind of talked to him about gaming setups and shit. We really didn't talk bags. So I actually, the first time we ever hung out, I just went over to his house to mess around with the stream setup for video games. And then he started talking about toss offs. So then we just drove 15 minutes up the road to his mom's house to where his man cave is, where he plays bags. I went inside and uh, I remember Bella, all of them were staying there. I forgot what tournament was that week and they came home. I was breaking in bags in his kitchen, talking to his mom and we sat down and I'm like, you know, it'd be crazy if Ryan Windsor and baby goat teamed up and Windsor through BG. I was like, because they go to Texas that year and they completely dominate. I mean, Baby Goat, he won everything. Yep. Um, he just, it's just whenever you're across the court from somebody you can fully trust is when you vibe. And him and Baby Goat vibe the whole time. Um, they have both great personalities. And I just, I was like, dude, they would just go great. And then, you know, it was hush hush at that time. So, and then I, fi- you know, I found out, I'm like, damn, this is cool. This was a cool thing to, to kind of witness and be a part of to, to know that those guys are going to do to do big things. So, and they decided that, I mean, pretty early. Yeah, that, was, that was pretty early on that they, that they, yeah. the world know that. I find it funny that you, uh, you say that Ryan Windsor is loud because I, I don't get that. It's game he's, play, though. The way he plays the game. Is <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, it, I, it is, it, it is a different, it is a different loud, but he, he can be loud. So does he, he, he does likes he to say the headphones and stuff like at local stuff as well. Uh, not really. I, because at local, like when we play on Wednesdays, I don't give him time to, cause I'm always bullshit with him in his ear, trying to just z- psych him out. He'll be throwing a bag and I'll throw one of my bags at him in the middle of a game or just, uh, you know, if he misses some, I'd be like, what are you trying to do? Draw this game out. So you get a little bit more practice. So I think I'm bugging him a little too much for him to listen to music when he's playing. But I mean, like when we're throwing his garage, he is vibing. He's got music going. So I think it's I think it's a good way just to tune out kind of what's going on around a little bit. So how did you try to nav? I mean, obviously, like kind of like jumping in this year, not really knowing like where the hell this was going to take you. How did you navigate like the whole like pro sponsorship thing? I didn't. You didn't. OK. No. Uh, Windsor was my boy. Um, and then, uh, you know, we talked. I was like, dude, I want to sponsor you. Um, even if I don't sponsor you, if you're full, I still want to go help you at these, just break in your bags, just do whatever I can. Um, and then, you know, he likes to have sort of the same sponsors as his partner. Um, so then that's when I started talking to Alex's, Alex Hicks's parents. Um, and then we kind of had a relationship, you know, I sent them bottles, they tested it, they loved it. 
Yeah. Um, I feel like me and John, you know, Alex's dad really get along at the tournaments. You know, we laugh and joke and have fun. Um, and I sit there and I think, you know, me and Alex hit, knocked it out of the park right off the rip. You know, I play video games all the time and so does he. So we have a common interest, you know, even though there's 20 year age gap, it's almost <laughs> like looking at him like, like a little brother, you know, I bullshit yeah. with him just like he bullshits with me. Um, I know the first time I met him, I hit a nasty airmail and I dirty bagged him. I took two of his bags off and he looked at me and I'm like, yeah, I'm not even pro dude. So he just kind of laughed and then we just went from there. But um, yeah, those are my two. I only, I only do money sponsors for two just cause I didn't want to get too far on my head, yeah. too far ahead of this year, but like um, Harbaugh, uh, Hunter Thorne, Nico Morales, a lot of guys that uh, Creek killer, a lot of these dudes, you know, like I just wanted to test the waters and sent a black people, bottles um to get my name out there and they loved it so then we've just all grown relationships um and just gone from there oh yeah so way to do it oh yeah. yeah so um you you still play every once in a while you said what's your bag I, of choice right now uh i love my sorcerers honestly and the actions i like the actions a lot because i like the wizard but then i like the viking so for me the action is like a wizard and a viking had a baby that's okay, the way I look at it. Like really weird. What 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 is the action? The is action the is bag? the it. What was that? Is that the Windsor bag? It's the Windsor bag. It's the oh. uh, his old platinum uh, fast with a Viking slow. Um, and for me, it's just a. It feels like a bigger, fatter template, and it's got a lot of drip to it. So, um, but yeah, the Sorcerers is. I feel like that's just an all around great bag for me. Uh, I'm a slow side guy. I don't throw fast side on anything. Maybe that's why I don't make half the shit that I throw. <laughs> so that slow side, which is the wizard, the wizard slow side, is just perfect. Yeah, um, I hate the wizard, but you pair the, the slow <laughs> side of the wizard with this new slick side material they have. I will admit it's a nice yeah, bag. I throw it's bag, huge man. in Cleveland right now. It's pretty much what everyone's throwing. Um, so I, I have thrown it a bunch. It, it, it is a nice bag. Um, the one issue I have with it, and I think a lot of even the pro, it doesn't, it, again, it's not old school carpet, but it doesn't quite cut as much. No. You're used to throwing it's a Viking pretty, and stuff like that. You've got to almost, so. you have to keep everything very skinny. You can still angle it and get it to move. Yeah. It doesn't cut across. Uh, it gets crazy you know, floppy. Right in, yeah, correct. It's a carpet shapeshifter, basically. You know, yeah. it's for it's for guys that like to throw carpet, but say the condition of the boards isn't allowing you to roll, cut, and flop, yeah. or you just have to throw straight. I mean, um, you know, I've seen people flop it and roll, oh, yeah. but it's like my set that I've got. Um, it's probably they've probably got like three hours on them and they're floppy, floppy, and there's just there's nothing you could do. You can airmail and just go straight with them. Secret, like OG stuff on it. <laughs> nah, just <laughs> I'm actually I nuked them. But I nuked the set at the open. So when I was at the open, I had people coming up to me. They were buying Windsor bags at the thing. And then they were coming to me about breaking them in. So I was literally had my bucket with me that I filled up T-shirts and shit with. I threw all my T-shirts out. And I was actually going to the bathroom and breaking in bags in the bathroom, coming back, and then using the air dryers with my hands. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, it was just, just hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. And I did a set, <laughs> and they were perfect. I mean, they were they were money. So. Yeah. That uh yeah, that sorcerer is definitely is definitely dope. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, can we talk about Luke Schultz though on your guys' thing? What's up with that guy? Please. Yeah. um... (laughs) Talk about a troll, dude. He wants to know the recipe. Like I obviously I don't think you can release that, but I mean, unless you're feeling really generous. 
and pull. I'll tell him to go put Ajax and toothpaste in a bottle. It's the same stuff that made the the Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) Correct. No, Luke Schultz is my local boy. We actually got him into playing. He plays every Wednesday. So glad to see see he's out playing. David Tomaszewski wants to know who's favorite rep. I'm not answering that. That's he wants to know the favorite rep. (laughs) I'm not answering that question. No, David's my boy. He's an OG. He's actually been buying bottles since my very first batch. So I am glad that he's one of my reps because he's very, he's a very good dude. Um, And, you know, he's got my back and I got his back. So, and that's, that's what it's all about. I think Joe Clark has a good question. He wants to know, um, do you plan to work with brands? I I mean, obviously other than BG for um, method break-in, possibly uh, for brands to offer a toss sauce break-in before delivery. So, I've actually like when I first started, I, I got a lot, a lot, a lot of emails about that. Um, I had people wanting to buy gallons from me to break in all their bags before they sell. And for me, that is a good concept for people to buy pre-broken bags. But if you're doing that, then that takes away the fun for me. Um, I I absolutely love being overwhelmed. I know it sounds crazy. I love talking <laughs> to all my customers. I I you know. Yeah. I wake up the time I wake up to the time that I wake up, like I'm talking to people. I mean, I just got up this morning at five o'clock. I think to use the restroom. I had a message. Hey, what, what sauce do I use to break these bags in? And I literally was e- like messaging him back at five o'clock in the morning. While I'm half asleep. Like that's for me, that's what it's all about. I, I absolutely love what I do. I love the interaction I have with people. So I think if I just got with every single bag manufacturer out there and did that, then I think that would take away from the whole persona and the love that I got for what I got going on. You know, I think you also need to do, hit them all up, have them send you minimum three sets of each style bag. You <laughs> tested in different temperatures and whatnot. And then you post on your website, the best break in method that you see. Yeah. For each yeah. Style bag. I mean, to me, like that's how it should be formulated that way. Like, see me and my wife, dude, she's, she's the backbone of this all. She does my whole website. She, she does, she does everything. Um, she's, she's just very smart. She's the one that built the website. She's the one that told me to quit FedEx and do this. Um, she's the one that encouraged me to. So I know one of these days when we can actually sit down, we're going to go through, I'm going to update all my pictures on my website. I'm going to do lists of, um, you know, cornhole scenario and ultras and what sauce should you use for what bag um if that i think that's what you're like yeah, yeah, just yeah, to give people yeah. the insight of which to use um for me too because it's like i don't get to throw a lot so ultimately i want to use nuked i want my bags to feel like i've been throwing them for 10 years so i can actually go out and play um you know going back on that like that's one other thing too when i was doing this that i was really looking at is how do your bags look after you throw them for six months to break them in? They look like dog shit. They're going to be dirty. Yep. They're going to look like shit. Now I'm trying to offer people break-in method and their bags look brand new. Your bags will be crispy, brand new. And the community of bag players now have a bag in their hands for three, four five days. And they're going right to the Facebook pages and they're trading and selling like who wants, there's not going to be a single person out there wanting to trade for a set of ultra vipers that have that look like they just got thrown in a mud puddle. Yeah. Like it's just not, it's just not the way, you know, people want their bags to look. So, you know, that's offered us also too. like, here's a bag that you feel like you've been throwing for a year and you literally just got in the mail today. 
I mean, I think that speaks for itself, honestly. No, I Hell completely yeah. agree. We we started the the movement of don't throw ugly bags. Correct. Yeah. Dirty bags are part of that. I mean, not Correct. like the company dirty bags. I guess that's why I got wash offs now. Um, yeah, look at that. Yeah, wash offs actually works great. Uh, you know, dude sent me a picture of bags that were completely black the other day on the slow side. Um, I think they were Vikings, and then he sent me a picture of them after wash offs, and they were they were white again. So, um, yeah, it was dope. I oh, do know that you guys had a question about water, right? Say that again. Didn't you guys have a question about someone that wanted to know how much water yeah. to use? Yes, correct. Yep. So on my label, it says I, I got to go back. I'm gonna change some stuff. I fill it up to where the water's just above the bags. Yep. Um, because the really the le- the less amount of water is going to be the more the, wa- the 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 toss sauce actually gets in the bag. You're not going to dilute, and you're not going to have just too much water and just having it flopping around. So the least amount of water possible with your bag still being completely submerged is the way to go. Pasta pots work great. Yeah, I use the I use a cooler now. Oh, that's a good idea too. Okay. I went and bought a cooler that holds six bags just to try it. So I had a set of bags sitting here. I filled it up with scolding hot water, put the bags in. Uh, me and my wife went and did some shopping and dinner. I came home four and a half hours later and I still couldn't put my hand in the cooler. It was that hot. So, and with me liking the hot water method, it was just completely perfect. Okay. So I like that. I would recommend looking on Amazon for a food container. Um, they have plastic ones that you can throw down that are super cheap and, uh, That's what I, that's what I throw my shit in. Oh yeah. All right. Dope. Let's, let's move on to some fun, random shit here. Okay. Oh baby. All right. So first question, what's your favorite sweet treat? Favorite sweet treat Reese's. Boom. Easy. Like Easy. the cup. Easy. Variety. Uh, yeah. Reese's cup. Okay. Um, I've been real big on this Walmart, uh, chocolate parfait. Ooh. Um, yeah, I'll sit down and it's got like whipped cream, chocolate, whipped cream, and I'll just that's smash half of it. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Now. Yeah. It's a big ass cornhole podcast. We're gonna smash half of it. All right. Hey, what's up? All right. So uh if you had to live anywhere besides North America, where would it be? Ooh. Oh shit. I don't know. I've never been anywhere. Uh maybe Australia. I think Australia. Because they still speak English. They're and they have good food. I, they don't speak English there. They do. They speak they Australia. They do. You ever watch Wentworth? They all speak English, and that's in Australia. It's on yeah, Netflix. Have you ever spoken <laughs> to an Australian? I have. Yeah, I have. Like a quarter of what they say. So, like eight years ago, I used to travel on a pro uh, for the racing team, uh, going all over the place. And I actually met his name was Sean. He was from Australia. He saved all of his money for the whole year and then came over here on nothing, bought a four wheeler, and started racing. And it was like we became super good friends. Um, so I just, he told me all this cool shit about Australia. So I just think it'd be dope just to go try it out. So can we like backtrack for a second? Do you, were you doing that professionally racing? I was racing. No, I wasn't doing professional. My boy, Drake, he turned pro and I basically was sort of like the manager of his team. Um, okay. I did all his graphics. I did, I uh, bought all of his gear. Um, I went with him. I traveled with him. I, uh, he trained and practiced. So we were traveling on a big rig with a 60 foot enclosed double trailer, uh, going to like Daytona and just, we went to Orlando for two months, one year, New York. It was, it was good times. It was sweet. And do you do your, all your own like design work for merch and all that stuff? Um, no, I mean like my hat I'm wearing, I did. So this shirt 
my jersey I'm wearing, which is really big with everybody, is the pineapple one. Yeah, uh, my wife does custom headbands. Um, so like a lot of her like designer um casts, you know, it's just like a lot of it's artwork and that I, you know, turn it into just looking cool. So (laughs) (laughs) like my, like my logo, my tall sauce logo, I didn't do, um, my wife's good friend, Cassie, which is a designer. Um, I told her what I wanted like within like nine minutes, she whipped up exactly what I wanted. And now it's like the, you know, obviously the face of the company, um, you know, it's, it's, it's dope. So. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. What's, uh, what's your favorite rewatchable movie? Goonies. Oh, I like hell. Yeah. You're like, I'm the that's a great ball. That's a, that's a, uh, newer one would be Ready Player One. I love that movie. There's a lot of movies, dude. Yeah, did you ever read the book? I did not. I don't read. I haven't read since like eighth grade. <laughs> Ready <laughs> Player One is actually it's a it's a great read. Well, too. they're making Ready Player Two right now. So, uh, what about John Carter? You ever seen John Carter? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hell uh, yeah. I, I've yeah, see, do we just need to get together? I'll drive to Ohio right now. We yeah, watch movies all night. No, if we'll, we'll, we'll talk off camera. But yeah. when you're if you're going out to these nationals, we we got you. All right, sure, yeah, for sure. let's go. Uh, um, all right, hey, got one more. All right, I mean, we gotta go right. ask the mythical creature. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. All right, so if, if you could have one mythical creature come to life, what, what would it be? Like something from like a movie? Anything. I mean, you can Any use a cryptid, you could use anything. The never ending story dragon you know i was just thinking that because right. i have two winter dogs and just, uh, it just reminds me of a winter dog they're actually remaking that movie if you didn't see that too oh, never ending story yeah i think it's supposed to come out in 24 um yeah i think that would be dope um i don't know a gremlin and if i want to like uh, remember the movie critters yeah, <laughs> that'd be some freaky shit right there. <laughs> and that's a uh, that's a uh, yeah. There's probably a lot of people that don't know about that movie about those little <laughs> balls in space that'll fucking kill you. <laughs> oh shit, good stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, thank you very much for joining us. I know it's kind of yeah. like a last minute thing, but I'd wanted to get you on for a while. Um, I know you you sponsor the show. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we love your product. Um, I love seeing you kill it. Um, and I'm looking forward to meeting you in person and having yep. a, a few um, non-beer drinks with you. Um, uh, and oh, we'll, we'll make that happen. Yeah, we'll make that a little vodka lemonade. Yeah, we'll do it. Wait, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> do you one better. I, I like cocktails, so I got you. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was great. I'm glad you guys had me on here. Um, you know, it's really nice for me to to not be behind a keyboard and kind of give my story on why I do this. Um and where I'm at now and where I'm, I want to be at in the future. Um, you know, I'm hoping that this keeps going great. And if I got dudes like you that are supporting and just out there loving it and just having fun, I don't see, I don't see this going anywhere. So if you're, if you're listening to this right now, all right. And you know, there's going to be, you know, a few thousand people that listen to this, like, if you haven't tried it out, go fucking go buy it, yeah, man. Go get some shop sauce.com and you can even use their code big ass 10 and you're gonna save yourself 10%. Shameless see, all right. It's it's very simple. This stuff works. If you're an avid player or if you're somebody that only gets out once a month like me and you got that shiny new set of bags, but you're like, I can't even bring them to the blind draw because they're not broken in. Buy yourself some nuke and save yourself. So much time. I'm telling you, I wouldn't tell you. We wouldn't preach. We only get sponsored by people and products that we believe in. And this is one that I felt. And this is what I told you. Same thing when I when I approached you about sponsoring the show. We only like getting sponsored by people and products that we like and we believe in. Toss Sauce is one of them. I love the direction that, that you're going with it. We love the product. So 
thing. I and would, I've even listened to you guys too. You wanted Nuke to be stronger in a bigger bottle. Yeah. And I did. I put it in a bigger bottle. I made it stronger just I for did, you. Yeah. And look at for that. Sure. Hell yeah. I mean, I, I think for, for his product, we need to bring back um, an old Philadelphia 76ers hashtag that they have since abandoned, but it's called hashtag trust the process. Ooh. All right. Just follow the instructions. Trust the yep. process. And Something. I've been saying that too. Trust the process because there's a lot of people that just don't trust the process they just don't do the process and it's it's not that hard better but like and okay there's already behind it the the big argument that i keep seeing about especially like the vinegar lovers is the price you cheap motherfuckers you're spending 125 dollars on bags and you're you can't spend like eight bucks on going to buy something that's gonna make your bag perform better but let me defend this part real quick too stop they're saying that it's cheap but also you got to look at it too you're not just buying the product Mm -hmm. you're buying my time I have to do bottles. I have to do caps. I label it. I fill it. I ship it. You Box got shipping labels. You got shipping boxes. You've got scoops that I don't even need to do. You've got gloves. There's like 15 things that go into this and it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's not just bullshit from one thing to another. It is a whole process. It is so hard for people to fathom that I do this all in my house. I do it all on my own. Like people really think I go to Walmart and I just buy every single thing that Walmart has and I just fill <laughs> shit up. No, it doesn't go like that. I've owned a business. My wife has owned a business for, I can't tell you how long now. And the biggest thing is trademark and copyright. Yes. And I'm getting my, I'm getting my stuff patented. It's in the process. I can't patent it if I'm stealing someone else's shit. Correct. It's just not the way it goes. It's not the way the world works. Correct. So, and another thing to, People are going to have their own break-in method. I get that. It's not only going to be toss sauce. It'd be dope if every single person in the world used toss sauce. But I can tell you right now, you break your shit in with vinegar, um, Dawn dish soap, Downy, anything like that. If you fucking call Downy at three o'clock in the morning and you're like, hey, how much do I use on this set of bags? And they're going to be like, what? What are you talking about? This is for your laundry. But then you come to me at three o'clock in the morning and ask me about nuked. I'm going to be able to give you an answer. Correct. It's I'm making a product just for cornhole. That's my goal. It is just for this game that we love. Do you know how many people you saved going to addicted to cornhole? Be like, how do I break in my bags? Like how much water would I use with Downey? And then you get 12,000 responses out of those 12,000, 11,000 of them are smart ass remarks. You know what I mean? Maybe you have one kind soul in there actually giving you some good advice, but they're just shredding you. <laughs> now I just need to start helping all the people that get on there and say, where do I get the best patch made? Cause then I just sit there and I look at huh, you're screwed, buddy. You ask it where you weren't getting a patch made. You're going to have 1000 people <laughs> from all across the world saying, hello, sir, ma'am, this is where you go. Oh, I just yeah. want to be able to help those guys. And it's, your, will blow up. it's, it's like my favorite pastime. We're going to have, we're going to have like yeah. a five hour long reel one day of just all of the conversations that Sean has randomly when he's bored <laughs> with all these Jersey manufacturers and patch manufacturers. Uh, I love, yep, Chris so this morning. Hello, sir, ma'am. It's exactly yeah, how it starts out. Hello, sir, ma'am. ma'am. We make number one uh, best quality stuff. Yep. And they send yep. me a picture of a hockey Jersey, uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Like yep. you make the Chicago Blackhawks Jersey here in Chicago. You know, we made this one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the ones that try to be super honest too. And they're like, we make it in Pakistan. We want to be up front. I'm like, I appreciate it. Yeah, Get thanks. the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm, you have a minute. Can I talk to you? I'm like, no. Like, are, are you able to fill a container? Like yeah. that's, that's all they're Stop. looking for. Stop. It's crazy. It's crazy. But I just, I just want to, I just want to offer something to just the cornhole. Um, That's 
you know, that's all I want to do. And I'm getting, you know, we're getting past this bad gate and this cheating. For I'm sure. sure you guys have talked about that. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, yeah. you look at baseball players, how do they break in their glove? They break in their glove by doing something. Oh, for you've sure. got, you've got wide receivers out there that have gloves that are so sticky that once the ball gets in their hand and you can't drop, it's not going to drop. I'm not convinced so, it's not magnets. Yeah. Though, sometimes yeah. man, it's, it's, it's just crazy, but yeah. Um, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, hey, support small business, man. Like, right? I mean, that's what we're all about. We do. Right? I'm literally that's in my game room right now. It's half game room, half toss sauce. I mean, we we started this podcast. That was our original idea behind it, right? We like cornhole. We thought there was a bunch of companies popping up that no one was hearing about their products. So, what if we could shed some light on it? And that's that's why I get excited for like having guests like you on the show because this is exactly why we started it. and here we are going into what season four? Yeah, we're season four, man. Season and it brings you two together too as brothers and doing something oh. together. You know, I'm saying my house, like, man. This is like a vacation for me. Twice. Oh, a week. it's not your house. No, this is not your house. house. This is his house. Oh, so I get out well, of the he's house. Not able to sip whiskey like this at his house. Yeah. <laughs> so I got kids at home, so I get to get out of the house. I put them to bed. I dip out. You know, and then we have uh, two nights. Where I also live free. around the corner, so yeah. oh, okay. So he can get hammered and just walk home. Be home in in a minute if he needs to. If like, I really need to, I can walk home. But like you asked earlier, I know we're uh, getting on the time, but like dealing with the hate and stuff, and I think this right here, what we've got going on, is what just eliminates. You know, this one sitting right here talking with you to eliminate ten haters. I hope um, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is fun. You know, I had fun talking to you guys. Um, and that's just that's what I've learned to do is to just look at all the fun and what I'm doing and the love and just let the people say what they're going to say and do what they're going to do. You, know? you and I are very similar. I used to let I didn't yeah. tell I used to let it hit me hard. I really have had to look back and listen. I, I listen to podcasts a lot and I give Joe Rogan a lot of credit. One of the biggest advice he gives to everyone is just like, don't look at the comments, man. He's like, just, you can post stuff, but just don't, don't read it. He's like, you'll know if people are listening to your stuff and you buy the positive stuff, but don't read into, cause you can go the other way too. You start reading too much about the positive stuff. You get a big head and start going. So I really just try to avoid it as much as I can. Um, but uh, listen, we're all humans. Every once in a while, we can only take so much and we, cr- <laughs> we, we break, but I feel like I've been better. So just too much shit going on in life to be, just be mad. Sure. Um, exactly. it's just, you know, start Amen. tearing down the people around you. Um, and just start pushing people away. And that's, you know, I don't want to do that. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. We yeah. appreciate it. We'll have you on again after uh, your bags are seen on ESPN and they're winning nationals and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's dope. You know, hopefully this weekend, um, you know, Wooten and Windsor, um, hopefully they take this shootout number one. So, yeah. I'll be in the background screaming on ESPN or whatever it's on CBS if if we make you'll, it that far. Be seen. I have you a little, I have exactly. a little money. Yeah, I have some money on them, so hopefully <laughs> they do, they do well. So yeah, uh, yeah. Go. go to Um, Grab the best bag breaking serum on the market. Um, use code Big Ass Ten. You can save yourself ten percent. All right. Boom. Well, as always, we hope you. How are it. you guys doing? You guys need some bottles? Are you guys good? Ooh, well, we'll talk. We'll we'll let the folks go at home, and then we'll, yeah, we'll talk on this. We're gonna keep you on. We're gonna keep you on, so you don't worry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As always, we'll be throwing straight, and it's nothing but four baggers from here on out. Hornhole later.